Good morning, die-harders. Who's ready to live free or die hard? This is the SW Experience, and I am the Shogun. And here we go. and his um his helmets yeah yeah so you know i'm i'm fine with that and of course because of that he, he can breathe in space yeah. and i would assume he has some sort of he has some sort of telekinesis at this point because this is like kang prime because he even has a scars to prove it like that's how you know it's like like real real kang you know? it's not Amortis. it's not he who remains it's not franklin richards this is kang my brother he has scars on his face Eyebrow to the eyelid, eyelid to the cheek, you know, on both sides. So he's the real deal. He's Mr. Kang Dynasty Kang. Now, what that means is that he's the he's the worst. And obviously, there was a leak trailer on San Diego Comic Con where you know someone kind of recorded while the trailer was playing. And there was so there are a few differences in that trailer that leaked at that that leaked at D twenty three dash Comic Con than the trailer that came out yesterday. So the main difference is being in the one that leaked, and I think I sent the link before to you guys. 
the one that leaked, uh, Kang continued speaking. He's like, oh, Ant-Man, I've defeated you before. I've defeated many Avengers. Like, he, like it, it's bone chilling. It's like, what the fuck? He knows him? He's he's like, I've killed hundreds of virgins of you. Like, that's crazy. So, and obviously, since we're in the quantum realm, we can definitely see alternate timelines because of, again, Endgame's time travel, which was leaked. Well, not even leaked. More like hinted at at the end of Ammon and the Wasp with the time voting. Yeah. But we can definitely see that right now. We we definitely can see it. We might see it. We might not see it, but we, don't, but we also can because it is an Ant-Man movie. And it is a movie with Kang, a notorious time traveler. You know, we see the fucking Sphinx and Loki. We see um, the Avengers Tower with uh, Kang Industries, which is in the comics one of Kang's multiple business ventures in the 21st century that he travels and he, he travels back in time to establish effectively becoming like a Lex Luthor type of you know business conglomerate type of guy and then he buys a building oh actually he buys a building that looks like the Avengers building that he calls the Kang Industries and puts a big sign so the, so the building that we see in Loki it's not just like an Avengers one Easter egg it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an Easter egg the most owing to the fact that in another reality can travel to the 2010s and establish himself as a as a business magnet and then he somehow bought tony's building before it was tony's building and he became the like the prime guy in the universe and for some reason that universe for some reason maybe maybe that can fucked up he fucked up he made a mistake maybe he time traveled too much maybe he changed too many things but then that reality was proved and that building made it into the uh, the void yeah. But I just see this movie being crazy from, from from the pure level of we have time vortexes and this is Kang we're talking about. So those two things create a very beautiful, um, you know, just concoction of possibilities. So I'm excited to see what what Kang gonna do or what he has done to Scott several times before and. This might be one of the movies where I feel like Scott might not win. I really yeah. like. It's very possible that this movie is just like an end game Infinity War type of thing, where he does not he he doesn't win. He doesn't win, but he will win eventually. But he doesn't win. I'm not sure, man. And man being up against Kang, that's a bit wild. Yeah, and there I was that that one leaked shot. Up. There was that one leaked image that showed Scott was face all fucked up. So. Yeah, like like being to a pulp. Like, man, he's facing the toughest challenge of his life. He really is. Oh, another thing. I'm so sorry to drop this on you. Uh, fuck, is it a spoiler? Should I should I tell you? What's it for? Like, it's, like, it's, like it's, 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 it's not a spoiler. Okay, do you want to hear it? Is it Black Adam? No, it's about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ant-Man 3. No, cool, it's cool. Oh, yeah. It's not a big spoiler, but it's kind of surprising. But it does ruin some things. Do you want to hear it? What, the Bill Murray? No, 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 no. Bill Murray, yeah, yeah. We, we, we know Bill Murray's character, but it's it's about MODOK. Do you want to hear about MODOK? Yeah, man. It's, it's nothing about his fate, so don't worry. It's mostly about who he is. So it's been retconned, and this kind of makes, you know, it brings a few problems, but it's it's not that bad, really. Uh, but Darren Cross is Modoc, bro. It's not a crazy spoiler, the but Darren Cross is Modoc. Dude from the first movie? 
the first Batman yeah, movie? Yeah, so essentially what happened is he was defeated by being shrunken into the quantum realm. Effectively gone forever. He wound up in quan- in, in, in the quantum realm near Canopolis. Uh, he kind of forged his way through like China did for like the past 30 years. And then for some reason, him shrinking or something... And uh, and again, this is like a one-is-to-one explanation. So I'm, so I'm probably butchering many aspects, which is good because it's not really a spoiler if I'm kind of saying incorrect shit. But from what I hear, um, it's something to do with how he shrunk and how volatile it was. But it fucked up his body, so his dimensions became fucked up. But he used tech to like sustain himself and become like this tech, this like techno wizard type of guy. But I mean, we all know who Modok is, but in this film, he's he's literally Darren Cross. He's not the actual character. Like he's not Modok in the comics, because like Modok um, in the comics, he's just Modok. You know, he is. He's not like a man. Like he's not a man from Earth. He's humanoid. Well, he's a mutant technically, but he's not Darren Cross. His name is like fucking uh, fucking George or something like that. But he's not Darren Cross. And I, see, I don't think us missing out on George is a bit is a bit because uh, who who gives a fuck of his origin? Who really gives a fuck? Like honestly, we want to see Modok the guy. Who cares about who he was? And I'm sure that the movie will not dedicate a lot of time to his origin to begin with. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just Yellow Jacket. Like, that's all we need to know. It's Yellow Jacket. Which is weird. But yeah, he 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 definitely is a humanoid. Don't worry, because I remember you, you were worried that he was a robot when I showed you that one picture. But it was just him and his mask. He's definitely humanoid. Which means, if anything, he might have the distorted CGI face of Darren Cross. That's what it means. When when the mask comes off in in battle, as we, as we, you know, with Marvel, masks come off during battles. Spider Man, Iron Man, um, who else? Thanos, and yeah, masks usually come off during battle. When it comes to like Avengers films, Cap as well, and oh, Winter Soldier. So I think he's gonna start out with the oh, and I think you see the mask is. It's kind of an MCUism because in the comics, Modok doesn't really have a mask. He's just his face. I think the mask is to cover up the fact that that, that is Darren Chris. So that might be that. That might be the thing. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't really think it's something that that will like surprise fans. I don't think fans will like really fucking care if uh, if you know Darren Chris from the MCU movie Ant Man comes back. I really doubt that they'll really scream up into the air, like, oh, you know. I doubt they'll remember him, man. (laughs) So, like, I don't even know why they're making such a big point to, like, hide him or, like, reveal them later. Because, just fucking make him a, just make him that. Because, I don't think they even heard that any of Crossbones in the trailers for Winter Soldier. We just knew that he was Rumblow. Yeah. So, I don't know why they're making such a big deal in hiding who MODOK is. We know who Darren Cross is, and, well, we don't know who he is. And even if we see him, we just won't care. We won't care at yeah. all. I feel like Crossbones was no misused, man. Like, we only saw him one mm. time, and then he died. Like, just... I mean, he didn't die. He blew up! He really died. If you're, if you're shrunk. 
No, not done, Chris. I mean, crossbones. That's uh, like you know, fuck. Oh yeah, that, oh, no, really... he's dead. He's eviscerated. He's he he is now Adams floating in the universe. He's he's gone. Yeah, that that's what like it bugs me, man. Like I actually liked crossbones, not not on the MCU because we didn't get much of him, but like I actually liked crossbones and the. The Avengers TV series and in the comics and MCU, we see him one time and then he's gone. Like, what the, what the fuck? I mean, he might come back he... in terms of being being played by another character. You know, I don't think Rumlo per se has to be him. You know, dude. Like, I mean, like even the actor himself said that when he when he signed his contract that. Like a slave. Guy, you always kind of like gets away. You can't really get the first time. It's always like a, I'll get you next time type of thing, you know. I would have liked that. That's literally Doctor Claw from. Catch. That's just Doctor Claw from Inspector Gadget. It's like I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't want it. I don't want Crossbones to be defeated in like a twelve-minute battle in a movie, not about him, you know. Yeah. He's so a Captain America villain. Let him be a villain, dude. Shit. If he's able to be brought back. As as a Cap villain. Obviously, Rogers is dead. But we do have Wilson. And Wilson currently looks like in his movie... He, it, I mean, he's getting some pretty heavy hitters. So, so good for him. He's but they're not his villains. So, yeah. Yeah. He's, getting, he's getting Thunderbolts. He's getting Red Hawks. Like, he has, he has his hands full. He's getting some pretty big guys for his, for his, uh, you know, for his weight weight build. Good for him. But I think Crossbones would be better suited for him, especially since they were kind of foes in Winter Soldier. Yeah. They were kind of like, "I'll kick your ass, asshole." But yeah. I like that Sam is getting some heavy hitters for his movie, but, you know, they're not his villains, you know, fucking... That's the thing. The leader yeah. is a Hulk the villain. The thing is, you know. Sam's villains, it's just mostly John Walker, because of the whole Cap v. Cap debate. Who, who does the mantle? Like, Sam Wilson has a very small Rose Gallery. Like, it's, it's, it's so small, I think it's like maybe five people or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, it is five. I just could yeah. So literally, in, in uh, you see, this is impossible. So we have to remove one Red Skull because in the comics he comes back many times, but he's he's standing in, in the MCU. Okay, we have Sharon Carter. You have the daughter of the Red Skull, but ah, uh, she would be like a hundred. That's pointless. You have John Walker. You see, so really he only has John Walker, and this is comics too. John Walker, Sharon Carter, and occasionally the Red Skull and you know, his daughter. Those are his only villains, so he has very little to work with. He has to get some piece people to get him, to get his movie going at least, you know. If they'd lived, like if they'd survived the events of the show, we could have said flag smashes, but then they blew up at the end. So. The thing is, they're, they're not good, good villains because they're just all over the place. Their writing is kind of bad, and they're just kind of like I, I don't want to see one man fighting a team. It just looks kind of dumb. It just like he's not Cap, first of all. He doesn't have the super sword serum, so it, it 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 just looks dumb. Don't do it. Like I get that he has a vibranium suit and he's kind of strong for you know he's he's a he's a strong man you know like six foot, two hundred fifty pounds. I get it, but come on, he's not fighting a team of super soldiers. Like let's just give him one guy to deal with, one good guy, one decent guy to deal with, and that should be enough for this movie. 
Plus, if it takes four, four super soldiers to beat one dude, it just makes your team look weak. Exactly, which is weird because he's supposedly human. So, so now they're going to question the scaling of it all. Nah, you know, give us Sean Walker. Show us that with the right level of finesse, you can beat someone stronger than you. Because we saw that a la, a la Captain America and Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man is at least, at least twice as strong as, as MCU Cap. Because in the comics, Cap is much weaker. We know this. He's like a one-tonner at max. But he's casually swinging around motorcycles like big-ass Harley Davidson's like like they're, like they're a teddy bear. He's casually swinging them around. You know, he's he's fucking holding back airplanes, exerting like several tons of force. I mean, uh, helicopters, you know. But Cap is much stronger in the MCU than he is in the comics. But Spider-Man as a character, I feel like in the MCU, he's done quite faithfully. It's quite accurate how strong he is. But Cap is... I would say in the MCU, like half as strong as Spider-Man, but he still beat his ass in the fight, and he most definitely, if I maybe before post post No Way Home. But what I'm saying is, a person like Sam, he definitely has a chance. It's not a big chance, but he has a chance in beating one super soldier, a la John Walker. In, in Civil War, as strong as it was in its real arm and Steve's arm, it still killed in comparison to Spider-Man. So the strength of that arm is really questioned on me at times. That was I really do wonder. Wait, that was the original arm, though, the one that was made by yeah, Hydra. Yeah, the Soviet arm. But yeah. that's still the arm that sent Cap flying when he tried to block it. Like Cap obviously won the Bucky fight, yes, in terms of. Him beating him and then choosing not to fight back at, at a certain point. He, he was beating his ass, even after he was shot. But he stopped because that's not I take it that way. I don't want to take it to that level with him. And he stopped. But he was piecing back up. But the point is, Cap was finesse. Cap was a person with enhanced combat and enhanced tactician. And, and he knows, he's kind of like Batman. You know, he knows several martial arts, techniques, stuff like that. But Bucky's arm certainly is stronger than Cap's than either one of cats are either equal or stronger I don't know like if a, if a person with with, the, with an arm size the same as me punched me would I move back most probably I definitely would because as as quote unquote strong as I am I still think a strength is equal a strength is equal to mine would still affect me you know in, in some way you know there's no way I could block a punch that comes from a person as strong as me because why would I be able to block it? I'm as strong as me. I would I would go back a bit. It's kind of like Goku versus Vegeta with the Super Saiyan 2s. When the Super Saiyan 2s, they were like the same power level. They were exactly as strong. But they were still fucking both each other up. So both of them were getting damaged. You know? Yeah. I remember so since, yeah. since both were getting damaged, I would, I would presume that the strength like difference between Bucky and Bucky's arm and Cap's arm is not big and possibly equal but one thing I know is that Bucky well he does have a serum it's a weaker serum because the serum was made by Arnold Bola the stronger serum made by the modern day scientist is better than Zola's serum which is why a person like uh, Carly or whatever are able to send Bucky flying quite a bit. So there is that. 
But of course, Bucky compensates by having an arm as strong as a real super soldier a la Cap. So Bucky kind of gets around in that sense. But then that's why his punch got stopped. Because it's not as strong. But when you compare it to a person like John Walker, John Walker got a better serum made by a, a modern day guy with newer tech, you know, and un, archive files and methods and techniques. Like he knows what he's doing. So John Walker is stronger than Bucky from a general standpoint. And I think that's compelling because if you have him fighting Sam, you'll be able to show the level of finesse Sam has by using his wings in conjunction with his training. As an Avenger and as a, a military um, operative slash rescue pilot slash whatnot. So that will be interesting to see for me, at least. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it'll definitely be an um, interesting film, the Captain America New World Order. Just that you name, see? though. Just New World Order. It, def- just, yeah. it definitely might be something that'll end in a, in a final punch-out, I feel like. Because most of these Cap movies and Cap shows... They really rely upon visceral, grounded action at at the high points, and I and I like that about these kinds of shows, uh, uh, movies because Civil War, bloody Tony and you know Tony and Steve Fisticuffs plus Bucky, um, yeah. Captain America, of course. Well, no, well, well, not the first one. First one was very, uh, it was very green, very of its time, but obviously in the real world, you know, the real world is much more. Um, it's much more fucked up than the times of old. But yeah, man, like fucking Winter Soldier, Cappy, uh, you know, Cap V, Bucky, and then Cap V Tony and Bucky. And now I just want it to be Cap Sam V John Walker, John Walker. And I want it to be bloody, and I want it to be messy. I want to see Cap with his mask ripped off, basically. Because Falcon's never had a tough. Let's be honest. Falcon's never had a tough. He just, he's just the guy who flies. That's what I'm saying, man. He's of, never hes you know, never been tested. Even in the Avengers game, he's never had, like, a really... You see? Yeah. Like, you know, he flies around and he, and he, and he throws a few missiles. Like, that's a shtick. He doesn't really, like, get in there. I mean, yeah, he did stab one of those Leviathan beings. Which, again, for me, it was like, whoa. How was he that strong? How was his spine not completely shattered from the level of impact that that level of force landing on a person like that would would exert but hey he's strong he has a good back and he stabbed that being that's like several tons big well several meters big and several tons heavy like it was nothing so i don't know how strong samuelson really is i mean he did have his wings backing him up them fucking wings are powerful as hell them fucking wings are no joke let me ask you this, man. Is there something, is there anything that Sam Wilson does in that battle that War Machine couldn't do? In the Endgame battle? Or yeah. the battle in, in his show? In an Endgame, yeah. Like, there's nothing, he doesn't have battle that couldn't be done by War Machine or... Okay, Infinity War, he's War Machine. Infinity War. Yeah. In Endgame, he's more Falcon because, man, he uses those wings a lot. He uses those wings to Sam motherfuckers left and right. He's plying motherfuckers. I don't know how he survived as much as he did in Endgame. But he survived. And I think that's something to be cognizant of. Because he's just a human. 
Yeah. Fact, he's one of the only people who's like just a human because as in War Machine, everyone else is enhanced, you know, with magic, with tech, with super strength, you know, or just they're a literal alien. Or but Black Falcon Widow's Man, bullshit Falcon, durability. Falcon Falcon. And, and of course, Black Widow was dead. And Hawkeye, Hawkeye kind of has... Hawkeye kind of has like PIS. Like Hawkeye is just a guy who, who just survives. He, like he'll never die. He just survives. You know, he, he has a samurai sword. He should have had the sword in the, in the battle, to be honest. But somehow he got around with fucking arrows. I don't even know how he survived. <laughs> he survived somehow. <laughs> yeah. He can't even fly. <laughs> <laughs> Even fly, he got around That's though. He he got around, least, you know. Yeah, at least Cap can like run very fast, you know. Cap has like it's not it's not flash speed, but Cap Cap can run fast, you know. Fuck man, what does Hawkeye have? A mid forties man jog. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, he had I mean, that okay. mohawk going for him, you know. Back exactly, in the day, exactly. So. He, he is a special. He is a specially trained assassin. He is a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And he is an Avenger. So I would assume he's several times stronger and healthier and fitter than the average man. But man, he's... Because, <laughs> like, man, fucking Ant-Man can go big, you know? Yeah. Like, Ant-Man is Ant-Man. Ant-Man can punch out the violence. Ant-Man can one-shot the violence. But fuck, man, what are you going to do? <laughs> Fucking shoot aliens in the head with an arrow? <laughs> That's it. To be fair, the same argument could be made for most of the Guardians, dude. Like, Mantis... Uh, I mean, okay, I mean, look. Quill has those rocket boots. And he has those alien blasters. They pack a wallet. They do. You've seen it. They just fry you instantly. So, uh, you know, at least Quill has some artillery. Drax is kind of strong. Drax is like... Acts like the average is Guardian. Because Ronan pieced him up, and we saw that. But Ronan is Kree, and some Kree are strong, but some are weak. But Ronan is Ronan, so we can't compare him. But we can scale him to, like, maybe, like, an average is Guardian. Which is, at, at air minimum, cap strength. It's at air minimum, cap strength. So, Drag surviving as well as he did makes some bit of sense, since Cap could just punch aliens dead. You know, Cap's punches are that are just are just that strong. Evidently, in the MCU, he he can just punch aliens and just kill them and break their necks. I mean, he killed a so bunch Drax of them is kind of like Infinity Cap. War. So yeah, that Drax killing kind of makes sense. But but yeah, Peter just has like like an he has like an arsenal. Gamora is very strong. I, I think Gamora is stronger than Spider Man because Gamora just I remember in Guardians too the way when she fought Nebula, the way she grabbed that like ship engine rocket thingy it was so fucking huge and she just grabbed it like it was nothing so Gamora is very strong you know and of course we saw her strength as well in in in, in those end game flashbacks you know evil Gamora with the Thanos armor she just kicked one of those aliens that was piecing up Gamora just kicked them up in the air like it was nothing it got fried by like that you know, weird verb like energy wave thingy but Gamora is quite strong so Gamora is understandable Mantis, I think Mantis, okay, Mantis is not strong. You see, the thing is with Mantis, in the mm-hmm. comics, in the comics, Mantis is very, very formidable. 
In fact, she's one of the she's like a top ten Marvel um, hand to hand combatant in the universe. You know, number one being like uh, Iron Fist, you know, or Danny Rand. But essentially, it's like you know, Iron Fist is there, Daredevil is there, Elektra is there, Black Widow is there, Hawkeye is there. Um, uh, who's this? Uh, not Thingy. Um, the uh, Mordo is there, and who else? Uh, of course, of course, that person. Um, oh, Natasha is there, and uh, Taskmaster. So it's like a top ten list. And Thingy Mantis is 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 also there, but in the comics, she's like a bad. Okay, in the comics, she's like Michelle Yeoh, basically. Okay. Simply put, best way I can put it, in the comics, she's like Michelle Yeoh. She fucks shit up. She's she's strong because she's an alien, and she can, and she's very good at martial arts. Very good, like top ten Marvel good. But in in the cinematic, you know, I guess. I don't even know, man. In her cinematic portrayal, she's just a weird, bumbling, shy alien who can put people to sleep. So I, I, I think she probably survived by just touching people, and everyone who touched her probably went to sleep. We don't see that, by the is, way. She's in, yeah, we don't see it, dude. She's but in yeah, she's the pumped. the thing. You know that scene, the the she's got help scene, where all the women line yeah. up. She's there, and she's like yeah, walking she's there. with them. Then she vanishes. She fucking disappears. You know what? Like... You know what? She probably has... Okay. In the next Guardians movie, we might see her martial arts abilities. We might. I don't think we will, but we might. Because at this point, they're throwing everything into, into, the, into, the, into the soup. You know? Warlock and Will and Gamora's back as well. So yeah, there's a lot. How is Gamora so they might also back? That in. But... For the most part, she's pretty useless. Because a small little meteor rock thingy just knocked her out for like 20 minutes. She's pretty useless. She has no sense of like... Like like Daredevil would have been, would have been able to like catch that piece of rock that hit Mantis. He definitely would have. Because he caught a break coming from behind him. That he heard being thrown meters upon meters away. Daredevil would catch that fucking rock. So I think in a fight, without using her powers... Daredevil would wash Mantis. But, see, in the comics, Mantis is above Daredevil in terms of fighting ability. Um, which is crazy. But it's true. But in the MCU, oh, that rhymed. She's quite useless. Yeah. She simply has to touch her people. And then Rocket, Rocket is kind of a conundrum. Not really. He's more of a funny conundrum because he survives purely by, by the help of Groot. Groot picks him up, you know, he shields him or he swings him around while he shoots things. But, yeah, Rocket would not be alive without Groot. That's the main thing. They're like a package duo. Groot can survive on his own, you know, because he's a tree person and he's very strong and he can pierce like 20 enemies at a time. He's very strong, very powerful. He's, he's a he's an arsenal. But Rocket is a rocket. Uh, he's a raccoon. <laughs> He's a raccoon with a couple of guns. He's too small, so I think he, he always needs that boosting of Groot to really do anything, and essentially not die. But I think that's how the that's how the whole team functions, power scaling wise. Yeah, 
Makes sense. I mean, throw it's out funny, a, right? Yeah, it's funny though, man. I mean, throw Adam Warlock in there. Not just Adam oh, Warlock, Eddie. but beefed up Dude, Adam Eddie Warlock. Adam Warlock is like... Warlock might be our first depiction, right? And I kid you not. He might be our first depiction of a Superman-level character in the MCU. He definitely might be. Because we're seeing him before we're seeing Hyperion. More than Century. Okay? We're seeing him before Hercules. We'll probably never see like Century. In a fight. In a fight. And we're seeing him before... Wonder Man, Blue Marvel, any one of these people. This this guy will be next level. And I don't know who can defeat him in that entire roster. I don't know who can defeat him. We're probably never going to see the Sentry when you really think about It'll, it. The character's too OP. I don't know, man. We're definitely... I mean, you you can't have Warlock without Sentry. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I think they're going to establish that villainy, that villain, uh, or that arch nemesisness. I think. But it, it definitely won't be like now. It won't be like now and, uh, or maybe like in the next three years. It definitely won't be. But eventually it will be. Unless, of course, they don't want too many Superman-like characters around. I get it. But, I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't really care. I think I would just like to see the characters in general. You know? I would just want to see those characters in general. I don't care if they, look, if they, if they like look the same. I just want to see them. Honestly, you know? I would it, like to see how Warlock in, in, in the comics, he would... He would win most of his fights against Superman. Like, just basic Superman. You know, not like your, you know, your, your wanked up Supes who's like a god who's stayed in the sun for 10,000 years or who's like an immortal being and he's become a celestial, uh, uh, like a celestial construction. Like, a, what is it? A celestial light construction. Not those Supermen. Obviously, not those. But like basic Superman. Basic Superman. Dude, Adam Warlock washes him. And I want to see someone go up against that i want the mcu's version of black adam versus superman because as it stands thor is nowhere near superman at this point he's nowhere like thor has wildly disappointed me man i want thor to be like fucking fucking rune king at some point thor is getting pieced up by thanos i don't want to hear anything from thor ever i'm not even going to be I'm 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 not even awaiting any surprise Thor entrance in in um in Secret Wars because at this point there will be more powerful characters than you Thor. Okay, we're gonna get Warlock up in this bitch. Okay, we're gonna get Hercules. Hopefully he looks better or he's recast. God, I hope so. We're gonna get fucking Professor Hulk, um, who at this point might be a world breaker. We're gonna get Scar. Okay, Thor. We're not. First of all, you don't even use a. You don't even use your lightning punches anymore. So, you can't even use that power scaling of. Of him from Ragnarok when when he punched Hulk and he flew away and whatnot. Thor is so useless now. He's useless. Well, he's got you know, a thunderbolt now. I mean. But he's but he's not even like Captain Marvel potency, because Captain Marvel did so much better in her fight. 
it, uh, against Thanos than Thor did with two fucking Mjolnir's. So I don't want to hear anything from Thor these days. He's honestly disappointed me as a character. Captain Marvel was used poorly in Endgame. Just yeah, she was. Oh, although given it can it can be explained quite accurately because that was actually the first time Brie Larson was playing the character. She played the character first in those movies because 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 those movies were filmed first, and then her movie was filmed afterwards. That's why she has that cameo in 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 Infinity War when her hair is long because that was the first time she she played the character. That was just her hair. It was her unstyled hair as 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 Brie Larson actress. Uh, Oscar-winning actress, which is why her characterization felt a bit off. It wasn't as greatly established because in the movie, she's definitely like much more, you know, choppy about her dialogue. She she feels much more fleshed out. But then in Endgame, it's just like, wait, who's this? She feels so stiff and uninspired. That... But that's literally because that was the first time Brie played the character. I so that's why the like... character wasn't written as well as it was. From my perspective, it's just like in the events leading up to Infinity, not Endgame, like leading up to Endgame, it was very much like, oh, they got Captain Marvel now. She's going to be the difference maker. They're going to be Thanos because of Captain Marvel. Like, they have a shot now. And then yeah, they, she meets up with Thanos. Her a bit. And then fucking nothing, dude. She's not I mean, look, the difference look, look. maker. Just... Here's the thing. Feige didn't, didn't explicitly say that she would win with the gauntlet. He didn't say that. Carol alone would win in a fisticuffs because she was pissed. I mean, dude, if Thanos hit by C with all his strength and you don't even move an inch, I would say that Thanos is, is in trouble. You know, if she can just go binary and completely like augment her strength and power potency, Thanos is done for. The only reason why he got a one-up on her is because he hit her with the power stone punch. But Thanos V... V him, V Thanos. I understand what Feige meant when he said that Carol was now the strongest being. I don't think she's as strong as okay, okay. Actually, actually, before I before I say before I say something dumb, Carol is stronger than Bruce. I mean, Smart Hulk, because Bruce, Bruce is Bruce is strong, but he's not durable. Carol is extremely durable. The Hulk was, and this is like actual Hulk, not even Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk, uh, uh, okay, let, let's call him Sakar Hulk. So Sakar Hulk was getting fucking disoriented by a mere neck punch from Thanos. He punched him once, he was like, Argh! you know, he was out in pain. Carol was eating up headbutts. So Carol still might be technically the strongest person in the MCU currently. Just because she's fucking durable. Power potency, I would say Wanda maybe takes a cake because with Wanda, she's a glass cannon, yeah, but she's powerful as hell now, especially having risen to the ranks of Scarlet Witch. So, I, and again, given that we saw a fight between the A Captain Marvel versus Wanda in MOM and while it wasn't written as while while it wasn't written good because again how does the fucking statue kill you okay we can and of course that was a scene written by none other than fucking Michael Waldron so um <laughs> we have seen dude I hate that guy 
so we have seen what a fight between a Captain Marvel versus Wanda would look like. In terms of power, just innate raw power, Wanda takes it. But in terms of strength, in the entire MCU currently, strength, 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 it goes to Carol. It goes to Carol. But with Adam Warlock coming, that's going to change. Now that's going to be our real super. I still, with yeah. Daddy, with that, Daddy Will. <laughs> uh, he looks beef, phenomenal. Beefy. Daddy Will, dude. Like, that's a lot of beef. <laughs> Too much. I love it. I love it. So he's really going to be. Yeah. He's, he's going to be a welcomed, you know, variety to our universe. There was this this shot, dude. Like I remember you sent me the picture of him at um I think it was at this Comic Con where he was just standing there with his arms crossed and I was like, Holy shit, he's big but I never got a sense how big till I saw this like picture of him in bed with his shirt off and I was like, Shit Holy shit Bro, he's cavalry big. I don't know what happened. It's so crazy. <laughs> this one, huh? Um uh, this one, right? I think I just yeah, I just quoted it right now in the group. This one, eh? It's crazy, man. This dude is Broly, man. This motherfucker is live he's action Broly, Broly dude. <laughs> yes, he's, he's that Broly, same man, picture. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but I I strongly believe he's bigger than Chris Evans. I mean, Chris Hemsworth. Because Hemsworth, he got big. I don't know Hemsworth. Is the most... What do you think? Do you think he's bigger? Do I think he's bigger? I mean, yeah, man. He's not as defined, but yeah, man. Look at him. Just... Yeah, because, like, for the most part, name, Hemsworth is a big guy. But his body definitely changes sometimes. Sometimes he looks very big. Sometimes he looks just, like, just fine. Sometimes he looks like, oh, this guy's pretty lean. This guy's pretty... Like he's big, he definitely is big. I don't want to lie. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit or put any dirt on his name. But I just, I get the sense that he's definitely more musculature as opposed to bulk these days. Yeah. Because compared to this, this photo of Hemsworth post workout, which means he, which means he even has a workout pump. So, so there's that as well. He has a workout pump in this photo. Which means he isn't even he isn't even this big, compared to Will, who at this point is chilling leisurely in a bed. Ain't no workout pump. He's chilling in a bed. He's still bigger than Hemsworth, chilling with a workout pump. Post workout pump. You see his veins bulging. That's a workout pump. But Will is still bigger than him. So yeah, Will is about to fuck shit up. Like, oh, I'm thinking, because Jonathan Majors is pretty big now, like. Yeah, Majors is like Michael B. Jordan big. Yeah, but he's at the height over Michael B. Jordan, so it adds in his favor. He's got the what? Height over Michael B. Jordan, you know, like he's, he's taller than him. They're like. Got not not the, by a lot, but he is tall. He does have height over the dude and reach. Yeah, I think I think I don't I don't, I don't really understand um, the rationale behind the 
the third movie's plot and whatnot because from all the promotional material and marketing, um, it just looks like he's not as efficient or as big as he was. I don't know. He just doesn't look as effective. Because the thing is, Michael B. or Majors? Look, like the size, man. The size. They're round about the same build. But Michael has, he's lost his definition a lot. With Majors, Majors just, he has a lot of muscle potential. Like he's, he's a stocky guy. And he can put that stockiness to good use by turning it into muscle. And compared to Creed's body, just it, it doesn't look as defined. That's, I think, my main, not issue per se, but more like my main question as to, was that deliberate? Was that to make uh, Major's character that much more badass? I don't know. I don't know. But in terms of... Um, like them going up against each other just one on one on like a on like a on like a scaled perspective. They're on the same 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 weight, even heights. Majors is like what, one centimeter taller than him. So which is even less of a difference between me and you. So for the most part in the movie they will look like fair fair equals. But in terms of just how big he is I think Majors definitely has a one-up on Jordan this time around. Yeah. You gonna check out Creed 3? Probably. Maybe if it hits streaming. I don't want to go to the movie for a Creed movie in this day and age. Yo, you didn't see you the know? last one? No, I did. I did see Creed 2. But, like, it was good. But it was also like, uh, okay, underdog, he's going to win. It's his movie. and I mean, I get it. In the first one, you didn't win. You were starting out. And it was more of a symbolic thing of, oh, but he's a champion. He still won. You know, he won the people. And, yeah, I guess, um, like, in the sequel, obviously, he's trained enough and he's mastered the art long enough for him to be able to beat Victor. But it's just definitely like a like an atypical sort story, you know, David and Goliath type of thing. It was a good movie though. It was good. But keep in but mind he didn't win that first that first fight with Victor. He got pieced up. That, that's what I'm saying. It's it's about like, the David and Goliath aspect. Yeah. But like obviously penultimately in 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 the very 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 last bit, he has to win because he already lost the first time, and the only thing that matters, the rest of the movie doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the final final battle, and then that's the one in which he wins, and it's spectacular, and he won, but it was kind of already projected because he is the underdog. This movie. About like you know he's his friend just got out of jail, like you know helping him get in the ring, you know like accomplish his dream, whatever. I feel like yeah. the reveal 
halfway that you know I was really doing this because I wanted to get at you and your title. Like I feel like they shouldn't have put that in the trailer. It just. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a twist, and like now that we know this going in, it's gonna be weird sitting through most of the movie where he's pretending to be dude's friend, and we know like ah oh, he's just like playing the guy. Yeah. <sighs> but it'll still be good, though. I mean... Yeah, there might be like a weird tool. Because with these films, they're amazing. Yeah. Hey, what is your but favorite? actually, speaking about... Yeah. Speaking about... Uh, Marvel, since the whole power scale of the MCU seems to be ever-increasing, I think it it eventually will be high time to use Blue Marvel into the fold. And when they do, who would you want to play him? Blue Marvel. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I never really put much thought about it. I mean it's just there's characters I don't really think too much about because like, oh he'll never make it because like, you know, he's too OP or they'll never make it because like this character's too silly. You know, like just you know, like there's Yeah, and other happening in this yeah. It just. Hmm. What if. Now, this was a big one. Um, there were many fans who had campaigned at some point for Denzel Washington. Denzel? To be. Yeah, yes. I mean. Ah. Uh... I mean, looking at... See, it's like it's, it's, Denzel, he's like, he's up to age. He's 66. He looks good for his age, but he's in worse shape than Samuel L. Jackson. Mm. He's pudgy. And I, I don't know. Maybe Denzel in like 2002. Denzel in... Um, that movie with Ethan Hawke that I, that I forget because I'm high. But Denzel in that movie would have been in his prime to play Blue Marvel. Hmm. Like just that that level of Denzel. Yeah, Alonzo could. No, wait, I got it, I got it, I got it. Uh, Michael Jai White. He could be Blue Marvel. I mean, now, when you look at Jai, does he look like someone who can have great temples? What you mean? Because I think with Blue Marvel, it'll be very important to keep the temples. He's just he's just like Reed Richards. You, you can't forget the temples. I mean, he could work as an old dude. I mean, with the, the whites on the side, he could work. I mean, he's... He could work. Yeah, I mean, he's in the... He's in good shape. Like, he's kept his physique really well over oh, no, the no, years. No, yeah, 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 no, he definitely is. Make no mistake. I don't I don't doubt that for a second. So I'm just thinking. Yeah. If if we compare Denzel in I don't know, it's a good movie. Um uh, okay. Let's use um Let's actually use Training Day. Yeah. If we look at Training Day and the level of, I guess, 
threateningness that his character looks in that movie and you compare it to Omari, which one looks more like a villain? Omari? The guy you mentioned. Isn't it Omari Havoc? No, no, no. I said Michael Jai White. You know, like, how from, like, how did I get married? He was also in The Dark Knight. Michael. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Michael, Michael is a better candidate because, because uh, I thought, I thought you were talking about Omari had the guy from Power. No, I'm, I, I, I know that. I've seen him. You know, he's, he could play the role, but like. He's on the young side. Yeah. That's my issue. He looks a little too yeah. young to play Blue Marvel. Yeah. That's an issue now. Man's too big for the role. I mean, cause look, do we want what kind of what kind of Blue Marvel are we are we, are we aiming for? For a man of steel size Blue Marvel, because Blue Marvel for the most part, he's not like an incredibly big character. He's big, incredibly strong, but he's not like he's not like you know Wildcat big. You know how Wildcat. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the the comics, he's he, he was always this jacked because he was a boxer. It makes sense he was big, but like, yeah. I mean, with but Blue Marvel is Wildcat, and Superman is much rougher than Wildcat. So where do you want Marvel's look? Let's start with like Wesley Snipes and work our way from there. You know, like. Yeah, that's a good start point because Wesley. Wesley was buff in the nineties slash two thousands. Yeah, he was Blade. And even as Blade, he looked he looked like menacing. Yeah. And he didn't need no fucking muscle suit. Okay, now actually, that's a that, that, that that's that's a good point about Blade because, well, Mahershala Ali, he's not exactly a physical actor, now, is he? Mm. I don't. I definitely don't think so. Yeah, I always saw you know, him as just a guy because we never you know really, what I mean. we never really see him in a physical role, dude. He's always in like exactly. suits and shit. So, yeah. And at some point, you know, Wesley was training with fucking Dolph Lundgren. You know, Wesley was outshay in the dungeons. Yeah, he was pushing the, himself. He was one of the Expendables for fuck's sakes, man. I mean, exactly. You, you don't become that character without having been a, a, a certain level of badass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ronda Rousey's in that in Expendables 3, so I don't... But she's got the MMA thing going, so... Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think if they need the angle of Blade's modern-day look, he'll just be wearing a fucking coat the entire time. Yeah, it they won't, won't even bother. It won't be like like even yeah, with the first yeah, like movie. When it, yeah, when it comes to even like Nick Fury, he doesn't wear like fucking military shirts with buff arms. He's just Samuel Jackson wearing a coat. You know, like you know, obviously, um, Ultimate's Nick Fury is modeled to look like Samuel L. Jackson, obviously. But Ultimate's Nick Fury, 
is like at the minimum forty five, and he's buff as hell, and he's he's just this big fucking guy as big as Steve Rogers. So I I I will understand if they make that concession in the MCU to be like, okay, well we don't really need to see his arms. He's just the vampire hunter, so we'll just put him on a coat most of the movie. Jack, yeah. You 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 look at how big Ultimate Snake Fury. Ultimate Snake Fury should be as big as Sam Wilson, which is which is technically MCU Nick Fury. But again, he's like 73 now, so that's out of the window. But if Blade is not made buff, and again, he never was, like, to be honest, like, fully, you know, he's still a big guy. Blade's kind of like a black Wolverine, in a, in a sense. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, I get you. I see the things in terms of, like, his physique and so on, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I wonder if they'll want to capture that, especially since, you know, in the comics they've they fought on multiple occasions. Like, just oh man, it's very in cover. I just found it. It's so beautiful. Uh, this is from um, it's from Blade number sixteen from twenty from twenty eighteen. But like, if they lean on this for the future, they definitely need to have a buff blade. But if they don't, I won't exactly, I won't be too hurt. So I just, I just uh, sent the photos so you can check them. So, you know, I won't be too offended if they don't lean on this angle. But if they go the next few route, be like, okay, well, he should be buff in the comics, but the person playing them is the not going to take shape. You know, I won't mind too much. Yeah. I won't mind too much. When this movie eventually gets rolling, you know, we'll see. You know? Yeah. They get out of their delay and so on. We'll be, we'll be all right. Exactly. So probably, um, they'll probably just do the whole trench, the whole trench coat. Because in both those covers, obviously. Oh, and funny enough, this blade looks it looks a lot like Jamie Fox. I don't know if that's just me. Yeah, I see it. He's got that fade in the goatee. And even like the like the like the eyebrows and just the head shape. It's very Jimmy Foxy. But yeah, um if they deem it's a buff blade, I'll be happy. Obviously he's coming back and he was jacked, no fun intended. Yeah. And he's definitely gonna go hard for the MCU. He's 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 gonna take the best steroids that Disney can buy. Oh my God, he'll be Brolic in this in this next one, which is good. And he'll have time to do Deadpool, so. He has Deadpool time to do so like now. A big character. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really gonna lean into the Wolverine is back and he's comic accurate and he's fucking buff. <laughs> but I wonder, would, would 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 people be offended if they suddenly made he if they suddenly shrunk down Hugh Jackman? But to be offended. His height was never really noticeable, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't... I'm going to be honest, dude. I read the comics. I didn't know Wolverine was supposed to be short, dude. Like, it just... In the comics, they don't really point out that he's supposed to be short, so... Still. Yeah. Dude, 5'3 is crazy. We were 5'3 in, like, grade 8, dog. That's crazy. Like, being 5'3... Is a bit ridiculous. Because if you're going to fight Deadpool... I mean, look. 
Wolverine obviously contemplates. Uh, he 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 compensates by being buff. He's just like a short, stocky motherfucker. Yeah. If they would ever, and obviously, obviously, um, Hugh will, will not be the the Wolverine of MC forever. Obviously, I, I I give him until Secret Wars, and then he bows out. But obviously, it means that they need to find someone eventually. And what that means is that they're gonna be probably casting comic accurate, uh, you know, cast casting calls. For the for the for the new X Men, like for example, maybe you have a you'll have a um, a storm who's actually African or something, or you know, so that you know to mitigate the whole fucking horrible ass accent. Then again, you look at what you know, Black Panther. You still have you know Americans and British people doing African accents, which sucks for the most part. But at least they they tried to do it. They tried to do it, so they were earnest about it. Yeah. I think if they lean on a comic accurate Aurora Monroe, she might be from Wakanda, or she might be an actual African actress, or she might be just an African American actress with a very a very bad tacked on African dialect. Hmm. So weird, though, man. Just. But that chicken yeah. Days of Future Past was actually really good. I'm not gonna. Oh, it was excellent. Yeah. That's not that's my favorite excellent movie, next to excellent one. Yeah. The, the, that's my favorite movie. Yeah. Although, in all honesty, um, of that original trilogy, I always preferred the second one. You know, it's just like X two, X Men United. Yeah, man, everything was just, it's like, it took what you love from that first movie, and it just, like, ramped it up, you know? Cause you know, movie, that's about it. Yeah. That movie had Wolverine with his most wolverine hair. Mm-hmm. He had, like, oh, man, that, that hair looked very good. Yeah. It, that movie delivered, and, man, just... And he looked so much like, like, like a comic Wolverine. Like, just... Which shot? This shot. This shot is so beautiful. It's so. Oh, this this is Wolverine, you guys. Like, look how big he is. Look how wide he is. Look at his hair. If he had a suit in that moment, he would look perfect. Yeah, fuck the height. Okay, but if he had a suit in this moment, man, he would look beautiful. Dude, like, if you. Just put that through a filter, you know, like a, a photo app filter to make it look like a comic, yeah. and you there was no difference, dude. Like just, dude. yeah. Well, that'll definitely be like lovely to see. Mm. And obviously, I know he wants to make us proud, and he wants to show, he wants to give love to the fans because the fans wanted him back. We campaign, Reynolds listened, and we got him. He knows that he's he's here because of us. So, I I hope that in service of that, we just get the best Wolverine ever. It's definitely going to be something to see when we go to cinemas and, like, you know, check out Deadpool 3. Yeah. Are you going to cinema watch that or, you know, wait for... Stream? Oh, that deserves cinema, man. That deserves it. I don't even fucking pay for cinema novel tickets. Like, that deserves it. <laughs> 
Honestly, honestly, honestly. Ain't that a bit pricey though? I mean, it... I, I honestly don't know. Dude. Probably is. Damn though, man. That, um... But yeah, no, man. That that movie is perfect. That that movie will be perfect, and it needs the proper amount of respect. Mm. I feel. Most definitely. Black Adam would have been an either. Black Adam was an either or. I was I was always like, hmm, is that? Will that be good? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, you know. But hey, it was perfectly fine. Certainly surprised me. So yeah, I do think the same can be said for now, especially when it comes to. Him preparing to be um, the Wolverine once more, because also another thing, him as Wolverine, he has to be so much more stronger now. And I think we discussed this. We 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 have discussed how weak Wolverine was in the Fox movies, because they just didn't know what to do with him. They just didn't know how exactly to go about. I guess making making his character strong, but also faithful. So they just kind of like tossed a lot of who he is to the bin. Like, dude, this is huge. I'm trying to find uh, the date for this photo. This was like. Uh, 20, 20, oh, this is like Gears of Future Past. Yeah. This is D-O-F-P. Yeah, he looked good in that movie, man. With that scene when he woke yeah. up in the 80s, the 70s and shit. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> looked good. Like, he put a lot. And it's funny because he was like, his, oh, is my idea? Yeah, he was there for a second and oh, then bowed out. For a like, sec. Yeah, because I saw something else. Yeah, so like, dude, if if he puts as much as much gym time as twenty here twenty fifteen, man, he will be fantastic. And it's funny because something tells me that he has a similar size bicep than Chris Hemsworth, which is weird, right? Yeah, because his thing was never to get big. Like, he was never trying to get big. He was just trying to get, like, as shredded as possible, you know? Yeah, like, he was... He, was, he, was, he was trying to get Wolverine big. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but, that... <laughs> but yeah, man, I know that Feige will make us proud. I know yeah. that he'll make us proud. Though comparing his physique <laughs> to that first movie, though. Damn. Dude, it's <laughs> night and day. That? And it's... <laughs> that's exactly the thing, because... You you look at the first movie. You just got the role. You know they were, they were, they were playing game with the other guy. What was the guy's name? Dougray Scott. Um, Dougray Scott. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just very um, untrained, unprepared. Probably worse than Huerta. Probably worse. Than yeah, because he was just a dude, man. <laughs> he was just the dude, like. Dude. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's just 
it's surprising because as much as he's a regular guy, it does not take away from the enjoyment of the film. Yeah. It uh, really doesn't. And I think as well with him, his savagery masked a lot of what he lacked. Because, dude, this is this is crazy. Look at this comparison. This is wild. Mm. It's crazy that at some point as kids, we saw that and we were fine with it. But when you look at it now, it's like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. I mean, God damn, dude. It's like the most basic ass dude. Like, he had nothing. He had no pecs, no shoulders, arms, nothing. He had, he had barely nothing. a six pack, dude. Just he barely had. He was he was two pints of ice cream away from being from being skinny fat. Dude. Two types of ice cream away, and then from X Men One to X Men Two, he just transforms. Yeah. I tell you, man, them Fox steroids is good, but nothing beats those Marvel steroids. I mean, I will admit. Those Fox steroids are different. Because they turn it from that to X-Men 2. Which is a crazy difference considering it was like two years. That's a big but, turnaround. Yeah. Man. What they're going to give him now? What they're going to give him now will be out of this world. Oh, there's Mohammed. Mm. Yeah, man. He's, he's going ham this time. He's really going ham. I wonder about the PG rating though. Like, oh no, 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 wait. Oh yeah, oh, they're not gonna. Yeah, it's yeah. R-rated. I forgot. Damn, because all Marvel movies are P- Feige. Dude, that would have sucked. <laughs> like, Dude, I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know how R- Reynolds, Reynolds, and or Jackman, but they are geniuses. They are the Black Adams of the MCU because they somehow convinced the studio. That is built on cleanliness and child friendliness to make two, not just one, but two R-rated films. So that's going to be pretty cool. And props to Feige. Props to Feige. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be something. There's something I'm wondering though. Like we know. Uh, Deadpool and Wolverine are gonna come back. But what about Cable? And you know, the... it might be brilliant. And it won't really matter as much since they're still the same, just like Ralph Superman and Ray Palmer. So he might come back. He did say that he wouldn't mind playing him again. Even Thanos, he said he wouldn't mind playing again. He's kind of an open guy, he's pretty lax. I like him. He's pretty cool like that. But but you know, we could get him. But it would definitely have to be after the X-Men because you have to explain how he is the, the child of Cyclops. Because again, we don't really we don't really get a full understanding that Josh Boland's character is truly the child of um, who's this? Of James Marsden's Cyclops. We don't really know. We, we don't really know for, for sure. It's never really said. So, Cable could very well be Another Scott Summers kid. They might retcon it, make it an, a, another one, and make it this MCU one. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it could definitely. You think with the X Men coming around, that Marvel Studios is gonna take a shot at the the Dark Phoenix story? 
so cursed. I think... Fox did it twice, you know. And they failed. Does Marvel... The question is, does Marvel want to smoke? Because in the in the same breath, the same can be said for the F4 movies. Because Fox... Well, wait, was it... Is, is, is Fox the F4 one, right? It's Fox. Yeah, man. They did it, both Fantastic Four versions. Yeah, so... They, they, they did two plus one reboot, and it's still kind of flopped, but they still have the courage to do an F4 movie. That tells me that they're not afraid to do another Dark Phoenix. Because this will be, this will literally be the, the fourth time that the F4 are attempted. Only difference being, it'll be in the MCU. And it's been announced and it's happening. So clearly, Kevin isn't afraid. That tells me he might also not be afraid to uh, tackle the difficult task of the Dark Phoenix saga. Because he was in, he was a producer on the first day. Producer, X-Men. yes. Yeah. And he he learned several lessons from it. Mm. So they might do it. And no they Brett Ratner might. this time. No. No Brett Ratner this time. Oh, Brett the Rat is probably in a dungeon somewhere, masturbating. The fuck has he been, though, man? Like, he can't he just got be... Black s- balls, bro. I know he got he black got, ball, but, like, he can't he just be sitting around food. doing nothing. He's not that rich, is he? Eh, he kind of is, because Brett made a cop. I mean, the, the, the Russian movies alone made, made him quite a bit of money. But, like, okay, so his net worth... Yeah, you see, it's 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 eighty five million. So he's he's not stressing just yet. He's not stressing just yet. Hmm. Okay. Hey. Crazy, right? Yeah, man. I mean, hey. I mean to put it to put it into into perspective, right? To put it into perspective, he has a net worth very very similar to Joss Whedon. Okay. Joss Whedon and uh, let me see here. Oof, he actually has more than Zack Snyder. That's unfortunate. No, that's sad. Right? Yeah. He literally he's he's like twenty five million dollars richer than Zack Snyder. Brett the fucking Red Ragnar. Disgusting, right? Yeah. Though he can literally be he can literally be be, be set for life with the with. The, his net worth and Zach's. Yeah. That's crazy. Although if uh, if Snyder took a paycheck for Justice League, you it, it, his net worth would be way higher, you know? Yeah, because uh, Joss was paid, yeah, I think it was, how many, like 11? 10 or 11 to do JL. And that's just rewrites and, and re- reshoots, dude. So that, like, yeah. And Joss, you know, Ross is sitting pretty. I mean, yeah, he's also been blackballed. But hey, man, if you're worth $100 million, I don't think he really cares. That's that Dave Chappelle logic right there. Just You know? <laughs> he does not really care about what more he can get. He's just fine enough with it. So mm-hmm. I think um, Brett is definitely... Um, yeah, he's done. Just... Yeah. He's done forever, but he's not. He's not going to struggle anytime soon. Mm. 
which is which which sucks because he's a piece of shit, you know, and he de- and he deserves to be in a prison. But yeah, the good are always rich, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The, the bad. bad are always rich. Yeah. yeah, always scrolls away the money. Dude. Hey, speaking of the bad motherfuckers, is Harvey Weinstein in jail yet or what, man? Isn't he, like, in a, in a private facility? Last I heard, he was in trial. So, like, did he get busted or yeah. what? He was, he was released when the pandemic started because I guess he had some of, like, uh, health care, medical care, type of emergency. So he was removed and taken to, like, a private facility. Like, dude, I don't know what happened. Harvey Weinstein isn't even that old. Harvey Weinstein is younger than Samuel L. Jackson. But the way he looked, we started, let me show you a picture. He looked fucking disheveled, man. He, he He's literally years younger than, than SLJ. I'll show you the picture now. But he's just disheveled. And he was sick. He was sick. And I don't think it's me. But he was released and taken to a private in 2020. As you can see in that photo, he is now currently using a walking stick and his back has kind of uh, curved, which is weird. It could be an act, but he does quite literally look like dog shit. So I do believe it. Yeah. Just look at him, dog. So haggardly. And he's only 70 years old. That's so fucking crazy. That's SLJ up. is years older than you. And you're just haggard. Which is funny because when the trial began, he kind of had more, he had more fat in his face. He was a bit, like, he was a bit plumpier. I mean, he was still a Hollywood rich guy. He was a Hollywood fat cat still eating. But damn, man, when time passed, the stress, and again, I do believe he knows a lot more than what he he lets on. I do believe he knows um, why, or or rather, what happened to Epstein? I, I do believe he knows the drama with uh, uh, Giselle Maxwell. So many things. He's been in charge. I mean, dude, this guy was fucking uh, making actresses suck a dick for roles since, since the since the late eighties. You know. And of course, that's where the infamous story Brad Pitt comes from, where he threatened him and was like, "Girlfriend again, I'll fucking kill you." And Harvey has been doing it. He's been a sleazebag. You really have to ponder how much he knows. You truly have to ponder how much he knows. Yeah. Hey, bro, there's there some crazy bugs in this place. And the like, you can <laughs> you can tell like he was just seriously screwed up because um and like the women who turn him down. You can tell which women turned him down because their careers just stall. Like Exactly. And you know who didn't? Yep. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. We're not saying she did anything. We're just saying, you know, her career took off. You know? There's a reason why there are there are the reason why she has a troubling past drug you. That's all I'm gonna say, man. It's dark. It's dark. Dude. So, yeah. Hey, but I mean, when, but when she, she's kind of gotten out of that hole. Yeah. Because there was the point as well where she was like, where she was speaking to Matt Damon because Matt Damon was apparently 
a silent witness to all of the things that happened. Because, you know, they were first approached for uh, goodwill hunting by the Weinstein Company. So they've had a very extensive relationship with Harvey Weinstein. You know, Oprah as well, given that they used to produce the show and whatnot. Which is, it's just very weird and true. At some time, like, sometimes it's too good to be true. It's very suspicious. But, you know, it is what it is. And yeah. only Harvey Weinstein truly knows what what's going on. Harvey Weinstein and Book, they truly know what's going on. Uh, but he's well protected. He's well protected because if not, everyone go one more time. That's the problem. Hey, dude. Like, the film industry would implode if he said everything he knew. Just... Would be a disaster. Would Would you want to know, though? I mean, I would. But knowing I the consequence, though, yeah. I preemptively grieve. I would want to know, but after that, man, people will be dropping dead because if that list drops, some of y'all favorite billionaires are going under. People will die. They'll either die or they'll be arrested. Or they'll kill themselves to avoid being arrested. Just exactly. So the whole world will go to shit. The thing is, Epstein was already arrested. So the whole the whole excuse of he killed himself, it always looked fitting because he was already in jail, and maybe he killed himself in order to not tell the truth. But the thing is, he didn't kill himself before he ratted because it was he was over him. He already had charges of human trafficking and all these things, sex trafficking. He just didn't. Get, get out with something, make a deal. But before he did it, they found him in a cell hung. Doesn't doesn't make sense for you to hang yourself in the cell when you could easily hang yourself in your home when you're stuck now. So yeah, man, that dog clearly was a hit. And mm. I don't think they'll ever really in full to 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 really provide the truth. But I will say that uh, definitely celebrities who know, who know how he died. Matt Damon probably being one of them. Yeah, there are plenty of people that you just know are in the know on some things. You know, people who yeah, are really tight Oprah with him. as well. Yeah. Dude, Oprah's into the Oprah's into some dark shit. I won't even lie. Mm. Shit. But hey, you know, he's going to go down. If he's going to go down, he's going to go down by himself, you know, like, because it would be way more trouble to go down with anybody. Exactly. Shit, though, man. So, yeah, man, let's just say that Hollywood is a, is a very, very interesting place. Yeah, dude, like, just... Hollywood is a fucking tinderbox, man. Like, and it it's that because one guy, if he wanted to, could burn, could bring the whole thing coming down, and that's not. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That's the true. Like that's yeah. the true um, danger. Yeah. Is that the entire industry and world as we know it? Because, dude, there are world leaders as well in FC's Island. It's not just Americans that popular folk they're all world leaders just yep. so if 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 harvey just one day breaks and decides to just let shit fly oh my god man, we 
need to be looking at the fundamental restructuring of our world. The fundamental restructuring of our world. Just imagining that shit, man. It's crazy. It's very crazy. Dude, all the execs and, like, directors. And, like, like, like if, if these guys prior to his death, oh, look at this, man. The fucking, the fucking Justice League of nonsense and disgusting. Like, y- you have Giselle Maxwell. You have Harvey. You have fucking Epstein in the middle. That's like the dream team of all of the debauchery and fucking disgusting shit that happens in the background. Like these three have done shit for like thirty plus years. The shit that they've done, Jesus Christ, must be so horrendously despicable. Mm. Yeah, just put in Brian Singer on the left and Brett Ratner on the right, and you've got Nance Bingo. Just. Definitely, like, like times three even. They are so mm. much worse than Brett the Rat. Like these, these people are kingpins, trafficking mm. kingpins. I was surprised. Like, w- was there ever one of them who caught you by surprise? Because personally, for me, I was surprised when I was like, I found out that Brian Singo was up to some shit. I was like, wait, what? The director of X Men, dude. I always thought that Brian Singer was like the clean boy. He just couldn't reason, you know, yeah. check. Plus, he didn't... He even Dude. Crazy. Plus, he doesn't look sus. All these motherfuckers look like they're up to something, but he looks like yeah, a regular dude. Even a person like, um... Even a person like Brett Durant, I was like, I'm not surprised. Look at him. He's a piece of yeah. sneeze bag. Move him. Just, just look at him, you know? Yeah. And obviously, even even Joss Whedon, dude, Joss Whedon was getting accusations as far back as like 2000, 2002, three, where Sarah Michelle Gellar was like, yeah, this guy's pretty creepy. And she literally requested for, for her trailer to be far away from his. So it was just like, dude, Whedon has been a creep. He's been a slime ball. But obviously, you know, he's been well protected up until the whole, you know, rape pressure shit. I feel like Snyder, uh, I feel like we didn't want a lot if the Snyder shit happened. You if think the he'd still be shit, working? The whole firing and racism, if, if that didn't happen, Joss would still be working today. He would still be working today. For like a Marvel, DC, anything. He would still be working. Mm. They might even have, have gotten for like the next Avengers movie even. Who knows? Because we know that he's a guy who he does. He does quite well with. He does quite well with characters, and he knows how to balance. Um, like, okay, uh, just leave the towels on the bed. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Sorry, sorry. The, the concierge guy just walked in. Let's go. He's leaving some pillow. Um, towels. Compare it. It's so much more. It's it's much worse than what we ever thought much worse than you thought like with um with brian singer like i would hear like the stories about like at premieres he would show up with like these at the time people didn't know this but he was showing up with with like teenage boys and people would ask like hey what's going on who is that 
and he'd be like, "Oh, that's someone like uh like what like I'm auditioning for that's a part." Like like he would always say like, "Oh, that's just somebody I'm on I'm like we're talking about the next movie. I'm auditioning them for a part or whatever, whatever." Like just what the fuck, man? Like just Dude, that uh, that illusion of auditioning for a part just that's been going on for decades, dude. Like, yeah. Oh no, they're here for it. Yeah. Dude. Exploring where the cameras can 
turning